Hello, and welcome to today's episode of the Pooch Parenting Podcast. In looking at the statistics of how many people are listening to my podcast on different episodes, I've noticed a trend that you are pretty interested in the shows where I give a commentary of a news story that often involves something pretty unpleasant between a dog and a child. And I know this isn't because we're morbid, so I'm not going to tease you about that. But I do think that the reason for this is that we are all very curious about bad things that happen and how we specifically can avoid those bad things from happening to us or from happening to the people and dogs that we care about. So in light of that, today's episode is another commentary, and I'm going to be talking to you specifically about a news story that somebody sent to me from early January about a four-month-old baby girl who died after she was found unconscious with the family's dog lying on top of her. Now, that story title says it all. It's really sad. Um, In this particular case, the man... Um, who was likely the father, although I'm not entirely sure, um, called the police reporting that the baby was unconscious. Um, And she ultimately ended up dying. Now, what basically happened is that um, the man reported on the 911 call that he awoke to found a dog lying on top of his baby. So I guess he was the dad. Um, The child was not breathing, was unconscious. And then, of course, the article goes on to say the breed of the dog was unclear, but the neighbor described the dog as, quote, big, and that the animal had gotten out of the house before. So (laughs) there's some crazy things to unpack here. Um, It should come as no surprise that people want to blame the dog and that by mentioning that the dog had gotten out before, it's easy to say that perhaps the dog may be a naughty dog and that the dog was prone to doing naughty behaviors. Um, It's also possible that by making a comment like that, it can insinuate that the family was not very good at management. Um, But either way, I think that what can happen is that, um, unfortunately, people want to blame somebody, you know, instead of just focusing on the sheer tragic sadness that this incident happened in the first place. Um, But let's talk about it. Let's talk about how this could have happened um, and what could have been done to avoid it. I don't think this is going to be a very long episode because it's pretty clear to me, at least, um, what could have been done. So the article said specifically the man awoke to find the the dog on the baby. So What's happening here is somebody fell asleep um, while the dog and baby were in the same space together. And that's it. That's what happened. So if the man had been awake, if the man had been fully, fully supervising, um, maybe sitting between the dog and the baby, um, the dog could not have sat on the baby and the baby would not have died. Um, When somebody needs to nap, because napping is crucial when you're parenting a baby. Um, There are some strategies that you can do to nap safely. And the one that I recommend the most is to have the dog and the baby in a separate room. 
So if he knew he was going to take a nap, then I would recommend that he bring the baby into a room with him, that he close the door, that the dog is in another space. And then they can nap safely, knowing that the dog and baby cannot interact because while he is sleeping, he's not supervising. Now, the likely situation was that he fell asleep on the couch and did not intend to fall asleep on the couch. I know this has happened to me. It happened to my dad when I was growing up all the time. I would find him on the couch with a book on his chest, you know, and that's just, it happens. You get tired and sometimes you drift off to sleep. And that's especially common when you are a tired parent. Um, so if if you think there's a chance that maybe I'm going to just lay down and rest my eyes or rest my feet for a few minutes, if there is even a chance that you could possibly fall asleep, then there should probably be two layers of protection between the dog and the baby. So for example, the dog could be um, in a crate uh, or behind a, a door or a baby gate. So let's say you're in the family room on the couch and maybe the baby is in um, on laying on a playmat on the floor, then maybe the dog should be on the other side of a pen and a baby gate, for example. We need to make sure, of course, that a dog won't leap a baby gate or leap any kind of boundary that we set up. Some dogs are really good at that. Um, if a dog was doing something like that, jumping over a barrier to get to this child, it's unlikely that it would be specifically to sit on the child. Um, but dogs, I'm not sure if you've ever snuggled with a really big breed dog before, but they're not always very familiar with where their body is. And some dogs sleep on their back, you know, um, all four legs up in the air, very vulnerable, like just spread eagle. Um they're, they're likely not paying much attention to what they're leaning against. And so depending on, you know, the position of the baby, depending on how the dog was laying down, um, you know, I, I do not suspect that the dog meant any ill will. The dog was probably just getting cozy against a little warm creature. Um, I'm really devastated for this family. I mean, this is an absolute tragedy. And again, it was absolutely avoidable. And I'm really sad at this loss of life. Um, this likely would result, I mean, it could result in the loss of the dog's life as well. Um, a lot of times when incidents like these happen, the dogs are relinquished to the shelter. And when people find out what happened, um, if it's part of a big news story, there's a good chance that nobody wants this dog anymore. Um, my sympathies go out to this father, to any family members. Um, at this loss, this is a really tragic loss and it was avoidable. And I'm really sorry that it happened. I hope that this very brief commentary was useful to you. Um, I'm really really sorry that this happened and that I needed to come on and talk about this. Um, if there are news stories that you encounter that you would like me to sort of dissect and talk about and um, evaluate what could have happened and what could have been done differently, please feel free to send those to me. I am happy to talk about it if we feel like it can save somebody. Um, but again, 
people don't know what they don't know. And I don't want to focus on stories that are sort of breedist, you know, that only are because of a certain breed, because I think that a lot of those kinds of things tend to be over shared in the news and it's less about the breed and more about the situation. Um, that said, again, I am open to hearing ideas. If you have story topics that you'd like me to discuss, I would be absolutely happy to do that. Thank you for listening and I'll see you guys next week. Hopefully it'll be a more happy topic. Take care.